Super friend sit down. Yeah, we're we're here. He's uh, he's queer and uh, scaring people while we're at it. Yeah, I, you got me with the with the gasp there for a second. Um, Bitch. If <laughs> if if I could, uh, I'm gonna go for a little, little double can Tuesday. Tuesday being that uh, we had a little bit of a scheduling issue yesterday, a little bit of a personal life agenda. Ooh, this smells good. A hiccup, if you will. A hiccup, if you would. Cheers, everybody. Look at how pretty my can is. Compared to my brandless water bottle. With a straw. You're drinking... Th- Why are you it's drinking... It's flavored water, first of all. Okay. I'm... What, is it, what does it have to do with it being a straw, though? Like, it's in a bottle. Uh-huh. Can't I drink things out of a... It's easier to just... You missed. You Shut fucking... <laughs> Missed. Whatever. Yeah, I missed my mouth. Whatever. Uh, Wouldn't be the first time, and it sure won't be the last. If uh, if I may. Uh, so, being that here we are in the last week of January, right? Yeah, last week of January. Basically, yeah. So this is our final January episode. We are following up our previous episode about dreams with nightmares. So things are going to get a little spooky, a little gruesome, and a little dreary, but we're going to do our best to keep the fun alive. We're going to start, first and foremost, by saying we forgot to mention this last week, but happy birthday, Betty White. You're an honorable 137 years old, and you're going to outlive us all. You're and, like the best kind of demon. And to counter that, RIP to Larry King. Larry King passed away. Not only that, but one year ago today. That's true. Kobe Bryant. It's already been a year since his horrific helicopter accident. The one that claimed the lives of himself, his daughter, the pilot, and two others on board, I believe. One other on board. I think it was like four or five in total. There was a few casualties, unfortunately. Yeah, very, very unfortunate. And uh, honestly, a little fitting to fit our nightmare scenario theme. Granted... Nightmares, you primarily think of them as being something. You're, you're asleep, you're dreaming, you wake up, you're panting, you're sweating, you don't know what that is by your butt, and you know what? It's nightmares. Um, if I could just let you know, in terms of, I mean, if we're just going to roll along with the nightmare scenarios, let me tell you, I've always made jokes about how old I feel. I, I've been truly feeling, like, my bones and my body just ache and hurt all the time getting out of bed every day has been such a struggle i don't know if it uh, i don't know i just <laughs> what was I, that i tried to contain Is that the, old i tried to contain the burp and it backfired um <sighs> all, all i can do I, I struggle to get out of bed all i want to do is go back to bed uh if you recall from last week we talked about a dream journal and trying to do that and let me tell you all i dreamed about was going back to sleep because waking up and it's dark, and it's cold, and it's shitty. What, what do you? Why do you want to walk into the world of dark, cold, and shitty? No one wants that. What if somebody enjoys that? Well, then congratulations. Some people like that. Don't go, yuck people's yum. Go to Alaska. Or if you're in Alaska, enjoy yourself. 30 Days of Night. A horrible movie, but... I didn't mind it. 
It was bad. I didn't mind it. It was bad. Why didn't Are we like... going to debate 30 Days of Night I'm not with Josh de- Hartnett right now? I'm not going to debate it. I'm just asking, like, it's why fucking did you, horrible. Why did you think it was bad? Just, uh, vampires are it's just so done now. I am very, very, very particular about my vampire movies. Okay. Twilight sucked. Okay. 30 Days of Night sucked. To be honest, there's really not many vampire movie series, whatever, that do it right. What is right for you? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh my god, moving on. They conveniently have an episode in season one called Nightmares. Did you know? Do you like how I worked that in? (laughs) I'm finessing it. But it's about their nightmares coming to life. Perfect. That actually fits. I'm glad that you did that. But what is it about Buffy and... They just set the standard. What is the standard? Because, like... Taste. Taste. It's so good. The way that the vampires die, the fighting, the fact that there's somebody who's there to kill the vampires and protect people, the way that they intertwine other uh, creatures and beings. Another one, more smutty, True Blood, I thoroughly enjoyed. I hated... I liked the way that the vampires died, but it was gross because it was so messy. I mean... At least, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, just dust. True Blood, they said, you want to kill us? We're going to make sure you fucking clean it. How about Grab Blade? the comet. The first Blade was good. The second Blade was meh. Mm-hmm. And the third Blade was only salvageable because of Ryan Reynolds. Fair. I'll take that one. Um, What about the classics, though? Like Nosferatu, Dracula? I mean, those are classic movies that gave us the groundwork to to, to lay it in i will say my favorite horrible vampire movie is dracula dead and loving it oh my god i love that movie so good isn't so it so much dracula dead and loving it what a bop that was my favorite movie when i was a kid i'm <laughs> not too. even joking me too oh leslie nielsen r.i.p man what a oh, i love that guy so much so good but what what was it about 30 days a night that you didn't understand like didn't like i thought they it was a really creative and and just like a terrible life scenario twist to be in literally the real life 30 days of night in Alaska and you can't escape these bloodthirsty murderous monsters that are now coming at you. I guess the idea was there. I just didn't care for the execution. Okay. I don't know. It just like the dialogue was dated. Some of the plot lines were boring. Like I found that that after the 90s, like, horror genres and, and movies in general really stopped caring about, like, character development and making you, like, care for people before they killed them off to, like, warrant that reaction. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I just feel like it was a quick, like, let's make some cash. Personally, I'm I'm glad you were able to explain and that you weren't just like, I didn't like it because it was dumb. Like how we feel about Hereditary? <laughs> no, truth be told... Do, do we want to even... Just, we're dropping the topic. No, we're not. We're absolutely not dropping the that's topic. A, that's, I would rather talk about... Like, Hereditary is my actual nightmare. That is a... It's another... It's on, on topic. <laughs> that that could be for another day. Another day, another dollar. Um, And then, if if I could, another old me that, I'm, that I must mention, and I'm, I'm going to actually legitimately ask for your help about. Oh, God. Uh, I keep getting messages that my iCloud is full. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> I've tried deleting stuff. I don't understand it. It's... I will tell you, videos take up a lot of space. I don't have videos. You would be surprised. Is there stuff in there from like my old phone that might just be there? Possibly. Or it could just be apps. It could... Is it your iCloud storage? Yeah. Saying? So, um, I think... 
I forgot how much they give you at first five for gigs. free. Oh, yeah, that's why it's gone. Do you know what five gigs is? That's like a thousand photos. It's so it's probably pathetic. just a bunch of old shit that I have just floating around that I can just go in and delete. Possibly. I mean, okay. I honestly like I have iCloud is great. If you have things stored up in the cloud, it's phenomenal. But um, five gigabytes is pathetic. And you're and, not paying for more storage. Oh, I do. I, I pay. I pay. I think ten dollars a month for two terabytes of iCloud storage. But that's because I've got the phone, the iPad, the MacBook, the this. The, like I just have tons of Apple products that are all linked. So for them to share <laughs> that much like memory and is worth it. I've had an iPhone for a month and a half. So very different. Before I started paying for iCloud memory, having an iPhone was shit. You're very lucky that you weren't part of the the generation of people who had iPhones that were only 16 gigabyte memory phones. I couldn't I couldn't even tell you how much memory my phone actually has. I think it might have 64 gigs. You probably have 64, maybe 132 possibly. If you give me your that. phone, I could tell you how much it's memory. It's definitely you not have. that. They they um they didn't have that one in stock. So, I think it's whatever one is in the middle. I think it's the 64 or 62 or 64 is like the is like the beginner one now. It, so, iPhone they they be wildin. I don't know. Man. You, they used, it used to be. <laughs> it used to be sixteen thirty two sixty four. Like it was very just simple. Yeah, and then, and then as the years went on, it was like thirty four. Like thirty two was like the smallest you can get, and then ne- like I think now sixty four is the smallest memory you can get. I don't know. The, the majority of my phone memory right now is music. Oh yeah. It's whatever, like, Spotify saved stuff I have. And honestly, now that... Do you download stuff out of Spotify? I, so, I had a Spotify downloaded list because when I had uh, my Galaxy, it wasn't just always connected to the internet. So, I guess... Oh, so I would have like, of that whole data thing, right? Yeah. But then I have, I have unlimited now, so, I mean... Party! But, you know... I guess if if I really I mean my phone memory is fine it's it's the iCloud thing that I got to go and look into so you'll be fine I'll help you with that after we're done recording yeah that's what <laughs> any other old man problems you need help solving can you give me a sponge bath um only if it's with SpongeBob as the sponge so that way every time I you rub it down a- your hairy back all you hear is his <laughs> horrible <laughs> laugh that I can't even try to you are I was gonna say you're gonna need at least like eight. Because they're just gonna get tangled up. Mm. Can I use Patrick as like a buffer first to just take the hair off your body? You can exfoliate him. Why not? Uh, Have you ever touched a starfish? No. They could definitely. They'll cut your ass up eventually, but they'll be exfoliating. Hmm. That's kind of interesting. You know what else is interesting? Nightmares. How <laughs> dumb we are. <laughs> I was just like, why are you asking me if I want to give you a sponge bath? That's gross. You asked me for old people things, and that was the first thing I thought. Can I tell you how I know I'm old? Because do you know what I did this week? Preparation age. I guess it's not an old person thing. Like, anybody can get a hemorrhoid, but go ahead. I just want to say that's one interruption from you. You asked me a question, and I answered it. And then you kept going. I don't know. I just, I'm trying to turn the tables on you, so that way I'm not the only one putting money in the fucking interruption job. Well, remember, the rule is, when I legitimately interrupt you, money comes out. No, more money goes in. We no. just I, We agreed. I said we should just put the money in and then put it back into the podcast or donate it. I thought the... Whatever, we'll go back. I don't care. I was gonna, you're the one who listens to the episode, so how do you know this? So, I know I'm old because I was on my way home from Starbucks the other day, and I drove past this person's house, 
And then I immediately came home, grabbed Joe and said, they have furniture on the side. Let's go get it. And I picked up two old ass fucking armoire chairs and then like a leather single seater chair. Nice. And I'm officially old because I could have bought those, but I didn't. I wouldn't I stole s- them off the street. I wouldn't say you're old and I wouldn't call it stealing. They're out there. Once they're on the curb, that is that is fair game. I'm repurposing them. You're thrifty. One man's trash is another man's treasure. There you go. Can I tell you how I know how I know I'm old? <laughs> I guess. The other day I went to Taco Bell and I put my order in, paid for it, got the bag. I was like, oh my god, I'm so hungry. I can't wait to get home. I get home, it's the wrong order. And it is the most pathetic order I have ever seen in my entire life. I was so mad. But at that point, I was so settled into home that I was just like, I'm not going back because I know I'm going to go back. And it's going to be an 85-person line. They're never going to be able to recalculate my order. I'm just going to eat this food. I don't care. This person got, like, a quesadilla and three crunchy tacos. And I'm like, how lame are you? I'm saying that be and I'm saying that in comparison to the fact that the person ahead of me who ordered, you know how, how much their order cost? What? Two dollars and forty three cents. The person in front of you. I saw like you What know, did they order? I don't know, but you know how you can see like the screen and what they do? Two dollars and forty three cents. That is why did you even go? <laughs> like what what was yeah, what did you get? They don't have the potatoes anymore. Shame. Not yet. Wait a minute. I actually can't believe that you brought up that you went to Taco Bell because one of the things I wrote down on my little notebook here to talk about if we needed some something to talk about is potatoes are actually coming back to Taco Bell. A word? Bitch, rejoice. I can't fucking wait to bathe in them. I'm going to get so many cheesy Fiesta potatoes. That. I'm just going to get so You're many. Gonna get some, I'm just okay. going to get all of them. <laughs> Give me all the cheesy Fiesta potatoes you have. I am so happy that Taco Bell is bringing back potatoes. Now, potatoes, 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 T- potatoes, nightmare scenario. Taco Bell runs out of potatoes. Taco Bell takes away the potatoes. Nightmare scenario. You eat Taco Bell and you can't find a bathroom. True. You know what? A, you know what a real life nightmare scenario is for me that I discovered at a very, very young age is um, if you've seen the movie Aladdin. Yes. You know, the scene towards the end. Where they kidnap him and they throw him in the ocean attached to that big chain, like ball and chain. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting there drowning. And yeah. Waiting to die. Yeah. As a kid, that really fucked me up. Really? <laughs> That's terrifying. Can Write you... a letter to Disney. It's like a wipe, wipe with it and send it back to me. <laughs> they could, um, they could probably just pay for some therapy. <laughs> they, they got the funds. Yeah. Or give you a free Disney plus account. I don't know. That would be nice. <laughs> Listen, I, it doesn't hurt to try. Yeah. But yeah, dude, like, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess, I guess Aladdin in general, too. There's also the the intro scene. where it's a lot of stuff. That intro scene where you can get buried alive in the sand, and you have to try and breathe in sand, and you're suffocating? That sounds awful. Have you ever had a dream where you're in quicksand? No, actually. Fucking sucks. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a lucid dream. Actually, speaking of lucid dreaming, you can have a lucid nightmare. And I didn't realize, I mean, I don't know why it didn't pop into my head when I was doing nightmare research that lucid nightmares were a possibility. But then it dawned on me that, like, anybody who was in a Freddy Krueger movie who ended up defeating Freddy Krueger 
took place in a lucid nightmare, if you will. But there's like things you're not supposed to do in a lucid nightmare that could make things worse. One of them is try to wake up. What's up? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember because it was it was a YouTube video and I just I was like, huh, really lucid nightmares. And I put it on. It was like a five minute video. It was like six things you're not you're not supposed to do in a lucid nightmare. <laughs> I'm so happy that you were like, I have this really interesting thing to say and I can talk to you all about it. It's like, but how do you do it? I donh It just exists. <laughs> You're I can't put, tell you what to do because I've never had one. You're putting unfinished business into the air. <laughs> I've got unfinished business. Don't we all? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to do these things in a lucid nightmare. Only because I've never been in a lucid nightmare. I've had nightmares and I've had lucid dreams. Um, but quicksand sucks in general. Whoop. Just like the the like, dream of it and then not being able to do anything about it. I guess it would be lucid if you know that you are aware of it. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Literally in the middle of a sentence. What what is it that I mean obviously quicksand is a very scary and bad thing, but what what is like if if you've experienced it I'm guessing, right? Yes. What did you feel? Like what did you go through? Like did you it was just like an unrelenting struggle and like No. There was nothingness. Really? I could just... I could see the quicksand. I could I could see myself sinking, but I couldn't feel anything. Couldn't move anything. It was one of those dreams where it was really just like only visual, like a sleep paralysis kind of deal, or like you're you're not necessarily awake. You just like see you're pretty much just looking at yourself, just sinking into the right. Yep. Gross. Mm-hmm. If I can gross sense. in the sense of being scary. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> and I'm sure it has some metaphorical meaning of like life's um, dragging you down incomprehensible or grasp. You know. <laughs> just... The the sink into depression of the years. I did just remember something about lucid nightmares, though. Okay. In lucid nightmares, you're not supposed to. Do, I forgot what. Ugh. It's sad because I I remember bits and pieces, little kibbles and bits. I remember, but I forgot. Well, because I watched this video like a few days ago, and I didn't write anything down because I was eating. But. <laughs> Shut up. Wait, can I, I? I got to do an argument today, actually, about about eating and just activities. And we were talking about – let me explain. <laughs> An argument? Let me explain. So we got on the topic of watching, like, TV shows, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Hulu, whatever, with subtitles. And everyone was like, yeah, man, subtitles are awesome, especially now since there's so many, like, big foreign shows that have very heavy accents. Now you know exactly what's going on. And another friend of mine was like, y'all are fucking weak. And, like, do you just not want to know what's going on? Like, I don't know if you've ever watched Peaky Blinders. Mm-mm. It's very, like, Scottish, British, like – a lot of peanut butter mouth talk, like you're just a lot of a lot of slurred words, right. Made into I mean, one. It's it, they're, it's a great show, but it's sometimes a little hard to understand them, and especially like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna have some popcorn or some chips or pretzels or something, and that crunch is loud, and then you turn the TV up, and now you're crunching away, trying to listen to what they're saying, and maybe you don't hear it, and then you gotta rewind. But never mind, your friend, the subtitles are there to tell you what's going on. And our friend was like, that's kind of a bitch move. And I was like, it's, it's watching TV. Who cares? I just want to know what's going on. <laughs> Do you know what Joe says about people who don't like subtitles? Who don't like subtitles. People who don't like subtitles can't read fast. <laughs> Speaking of subtitles, though, I do just want to point out that I learned that when you upload to YouTube, they generate their own like subtitles for your video. That's amazing. And... 
they generate like little um like synopses of of the video throughout like minute markers so like it'll take something we said or like what the topic was at a certain minute marker and be like talks about penis like throws in bitch interrupts again at like it was so cool so pretty much the markers say the same thing every episode on youtube for every minute marker for everything we talk about although you haven't mentioned anything about dicks today until just now nightmares there's no reason for penises i'm not every day has to be like a like an orgy day, you know what I mean? Plus, <laughs> plus we um, actually have a dream to decode from um, actually a friend of ours, the Angels in Sin City podcast, the Angels podcast on Instagram. They don't have any episodes out yet. They're launching March 3rd, but they Ooh, sent us a exciting. dream that I decoded that we're going to go into. Now, when you say decoded, yes. do, you, do you mean like they sent you a like a, a template and you like a beautiful minded it and you started cross-referencing stuff and you had this whole dreamscape thing situated or did you read it and that's it? So, <laughs> so I read their dream and now I'm going to take certain symbols from that dream. I'm going to tell you what they translate to in real life. And you're going to see exactly how this dream that she had is something that she's dealing with in her own real life. That's helping her try to figure it out. When you go to sleep, like that's what your brain's doing. Your brain's trying to help you figure out, what to do with certain problems, situations, and things that are happening in your life. That's one thing I learned this week while researching nightmares is the reason why we have nightmares is to prepare our brains to handle situations if that ever happens. So, like, you dream about, like, a serial killer. Like, that's your brain preparing yourself for your fight or flight in the event that that ever happens. I've had a number of serial killer dreams, whether it's being chased, whether it's being like walking into a very just dark, I, I hate to get so dark, but it's some real shit. Like, you know, coming home, just seeing just little pitter, like uh, little splats of blood, footprints, screams, struggles, noises. And then you realize this isn't my house. Why am I holding a machete? Ooh. <laughs> what a twist. What a twist. <laughs> um, Have you ever had a dream that you were a killer? Nothing I can recall. Like, when I tell you, like, when we were doing the Dream Journal thing and you text me in the middle of the week and how I was just like, this shit is boring. <laughs> because it was. My my brain did not. I, get, I, I feel like I'm just so tired and stressed all the time that my brain's just like, shut up. Go to sleep. <laughs> I, and when you wake up, go to sleep. Yeah. Sometimes your brain just needs that time to just shut off and, and work its way through. One thing I will say, though, that is if you are trying to, like, keep track of your dreams, I should have told you this last week. But if you're trying to keep track of your dreams, like, keep a notebook by your bed. Yeah. So that you can write them before you get out of bed. Because it's true. You do forget, like, the minute you escape your bed. I would love to do a sleep analysis thing where, like, they put the electrodes on you. Mm -hmm. I would love to see what, like, the meters and stuff are to see, like, get, like, a scientific reaction and uh, actual data compiled and see what someone who has a much bigger brain capacity can tell me. So somebody's not just like, bro, you're fucked up. I don't know if they can tell while they're doing that, like what you're dreaming about, but they can tell you like, okay, from like, from 10 minutes to 20 minutes, you were, you were in regular sleep. And then from there you moved to re- deep sleep. And then you were in REM sleep for 90 minutes. Right. So they can tell you all that. And like, they could tell you like spikes so they can tell if you're having like a good dream or a bad dream, but I, they can't tell you what's happening in the dream, obviously, because it's your brain. But 
Yeah. I would love to do that. I mean, that that was a cool thing. Like, when I, I would, like, religiously wear my Fitbit and track my sleep, and I would always see, like, what the chart showed. And there were some days where I was just like, you had a real nice... You had a real nice sleep. You went to the meadow. There was a waterfall. It was like the end of a Disney movie. It was amazing. And then some nights, it's like you were on King Dakka and there was no seatbelts. And by the way, uh, it's on fire. It was like watching the stock market crash. Like the meters and the 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 graph Spiking. was just everywhere. Interesting. It looked That's like really the, cool. it looked like Godzilla's back. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Oh, Godzilla's back. I actually, before we, like, talk more um, in depth about Nightmares, I do want to say something that I forgot to talk about last week because we just got so wrapped up in Dreams. I did a lot of research, actually, uh, more than I did on Nightmares. But uh, uh, not as much as Dreams, more than Nightmares. On people who can't see and how they dream. Interesting. Yeah. So... What my research has showed me is that if you were born blind, you have a very unlikely chance of dreaming with actual visuals, but you have taste, touch, um, smell, excuse me, and um, and hearing. So, so, so you can you can basically dream the way you live your life on a day to day. And then there's some people who have never seen anything, but they do get images in their head when they are dreaming that sometimes don't necessarily match up with, like, the touch and the feeling of, of it. But it is, like, a visual whoop, a visual thing in their, um, in, their, in their sleep. And then people who used to have vision that are blind from, like, an accident or, or something that happened, they still do get to dream in, in and have, like, the visuals, but sometimes they don't dream with visuals. So it's, it's like, like, it's like a hit or miss. Right? Yeah. It's actually, it's really interesting to, like, there's a few videos on YouTube of people who are blind talking about their dreams and their and the way that they dream. So it's really interesting if you ever want to, like, take a deep dive and and just spend an hour on YouTube. See, to me, to me it sounds like uh, a blind person who's dreaming, like, born blind. It's like an audiobook. And then they, like, if someone was to describe a certain something to them then it'd be up to their brain to be like, this is what that is. But at the same time, they also have to now formulate every little detail. Let's say Godzilla. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, you have to think Godzilla is this big amphibious monster that breathes fire. And they're like, okay, what's fire, though? Watch some videos and you might uh, be enlightened to learn a little bit about about that because – I can't tell you what it's like because I'm not blind yet. Can I make a comparison real quick? So, my brother told me a story once where back in his wilder years, him and his friends did either mushrooms or acid in the woods. Okay. It was one of the two. And one of the people he was with, or at least someone he heard the story about, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I won't say names because I don't know who they are either, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Let's just say it's Jimmy and Beth. If that's your real names, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, now, this guy had a really bad trip. And he essentially created his own living nightmare. That he was in, like, a living forest. And his girlfriend was a monster. In this scenario, granted, yes, it's a bad drug trip. But you know what? You're creating your own terrible scenario. He took it upon himself 
to, for lack of better words, slay the demon. He didn't kill her, but he, like, mercilessly beat her. That's And then that's heavy. ran out of the woods in a, in a pure panic. Did he, like, snap into reality and realize what he did? Or did he, like, was he still tripping when he ran away? He was still tripping when he ran away. There was just, like, such a commotion from what was going on that they were more concerned about what happened to her. Of course. Before they realized he had taken off into the woods. That's insanity. Yeah. So, in its own way, that is its own nightmare. Because not only do we not know what this person was going through, but in the blink of an eye, someone they knew was being beaten to a pulp. Mm -hmm. And then another blink of an eye, that person's gone. So the nightmare scenario there is not being able to do anything about something. Uh, yeah, I could Shame. see that. <laughs> I could see that. Um, part of actually what I think happened is they say this a lot with, with like hallucinogenic type drugs is that you have to be in the right headspace and the, and the right space physically. Like you have to be like, you know what I mean? Like you have to be surrounded by the right people with the right energies, with the right, it's for the lack of a better word. Like you have to be like the vibes, you know, like the vibes. <laughs> so I, I don't remember who it was, but I heard a story on, on the topic, not so much of nightmares, but of just drug induction is, or taking drugs, I guess. Why did I say it that way? Um, somebody, I think they took ecstasy, like the whole group of them. And they had one chaperone and the chaperone wrote on all of the windows in the room back away you cannot fly. And I was like, that's smart. Interesting. Um, but I think what happens when you take drugs and start to have a bad trip is essentially what happens when you have either a dream that turns into a nightmare or you have a lucid dream that turns into a lucid nightmare. When you go to sleep, the like the, your whole brain is active while you're asleep. So while we only use like 10% throughout the day, when you go to sleep and you're unconscious, your entire brain is working. So the part of your brain that gives you the images that you don't like to see is is just constantly going. Is that a fact? That your brain activates more of its capacity while you're sleeping? Yes. How fucked up is that? <laughs> what I think is that the like the human mind is far too powerful to be completely active throughout the day. I think and I don't think that like the rest of our body can activate that part of the brain do you know what i mean right like your eyes can only do so much to match your brain your ears can only do so much to match your brain where like as the whole thing works as a system it, it like the brain's like uh y'all bitches are slacking i'm only gonna give 10 percent. 10 percent can be a lot to some people look at chris jenner she made her life by making 10 percent it, <laughs> it's that's a great comparison so not, not fuck, a, fuck i wouldn't know <laughs> She makes 10% of whatever the Kardashians bring into the, to the household, all right? So the devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. Have a nightmare about that. And now I know. And knowing is half the battle. Congrats. Uh, I'm not going to say the rest, because it could be copyright. Okay. Yeah. So, But it is true, though. Like When you're asleep, your brain is a lot more functioning. And, and the parts of your brain that, that exude these images will be, of course, causing you to have specific dreams or nightmares. And I think the same thing translates to like tripping because when you take drugs, it expands parts of your brain and releases, <sighs> I don't want to say it releases chemicals, but un it unlocks chemicals that Absolutely. you don't use normally. So like, um, I forgot 
I, I, uh, I think it's like ecstasy that releases all the serotonin in your brain. And that's why you're just like always happy and like everything's so, so wonderful usually. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's ecstasy. Um, I mean, I'm sure that there's other drugs that it does that too. I wouldn't know cause I don't do a lot of drugs, just the marijuana, but tell you. same thing with that. Like marijuana can, can, in, you know, if you smoke enough of it, you can start seeing things or hallucinating and, and things like that. Or if it's laced with something else and it works in, in unison with other things. But if they took acid, like, your brain is is running through all these images and then all of a sudden like you have a you have an accidental uh thought where you think of something bad like a monster and then of course your brain's going to project that onto the first living thing it sees and now you can't like separate what's reality and fiction from what's going on and that's probably what happened with your friend well your Dario's friend um you know what would be so crazy like the the topic of your brain like activating essentially while you're asleep like imagine like that's the case essentially like your eyes close you fall asleep and the floodgates open your brain is is working it's pumping away at all sorts of chemical balancing and so on and so forth and like what if you just like jolt awake and you're floating and you're just professor x that'd be crazy sometimes you wake up and you feel like you just fell into bed so how do you know you weren't floating oh god bitch let me tell you <laughs> Dude, if, if I, I would could, love to have a beetlejuice moment if i if i could show you or not show you but um tell you about two nightmare scenarios that i saw and the like you had the nightmare no like real life like shit i saw that scarred me to the point where i did dream about it and it was not dreaming about anything that was in relation to me other than the fact that I just kept replaying what had happened a few times. There was one instance where I was on the tur- on the turnpike and I watched a 18-wheeler pushing a car that was sideways along the barrier, the concrete barrier. Me and my friend were having a conversation on our way to Philly to go to a concert and we saw it happening and mid-sentence we just stopped talking kept driving along and about a minute or two goes by and i was like you did see that right and she's like yeah i'm not gonna talk about it though and then recently going to the catskills catskills so oh so this was yeah like yeah. a couple weeks ago oh so you, but you had dreams about this and this was a couple weeks ago and it, it happened yeah like it was a real thing so me me and jackie on our way to the catskills we're on the highway we're in new york state and you know we're driving along yeah. In my rear view. In my rear view. So someone that close that I can see, I see the lights start doing this. Swerving left and right to our uh, our listeners. So I'm kind of waving my hands left and right as if they're swerving between lanes. And I turn to her and I'm like, do you see that? So she looks in the rear view and she's like, what the hell's happening? Next thing we know, we see that car start to spin. And then another car behind it start to go sideways. No idea what happened. No idea how it happened. All I know is that I saw, we, we heard impact. Mind you, this was in my rearview mirror. Probably not so much on the, like the horizon line, but somehow close enough or at least forceful enough for us to hear it through the car that has closed windows, music playing, and conversation happening. Have you ever been in a car accident? I just want to ask. I've been rear-ended. 
and okay. I have rear-ended someone. The sound of like an, a car hitting another car, I don't care. It's, it's horrifying. It's horrifying. It, it evokes a, like a certain uh, like full-body fear. Oh, yeah. Dude, so, like, I, the, I could totally... On the way up to see Christina, when I went to Binghamton... Yeah. I, a car, Christina. A car in front of me spun out, and I saw and heard it, like, crash into the wall. At that point, I was in New York State again, and it's... <laughs> New York, y'all be, y'all be wild. It was one of those, like, uh, like concrete barrier, but also on, like, a rock... Like, kind of like a, like a rocky walled hill kind of deal. Okay. And the, it was a Volvo, and it spun out, crashed into there. Hmm. All I'm doing, there's nothing I can do. Right. And that, that's the nightmare scenario for me, is witnessing something, being aware that there's a problem, and not being able to do a goddamn thing about it. It's, that, al- it's almost yeah. like being restrained. That is a nightmare for you're being, sure. You're being restrained, and it, it's, it's almost uh, comparable to, like, sitting there and waiting to die. Being restrained, and then I don't, one of my favorite movies, Lucky Number Eleven. One of the, one of the killings in that movie. Good movie. Great movie. Love that movie. One of the killings in that movie. I'm not going to say when. Is Josh Hartnett puts a bag, over someone's head, but they're tied up, so they can't do anything. So they have to sit there. And literally breathe themselves to death. That is a nightmare to me. That is a nightmare to me. Because essentially, not only are you, speeding your process to death up, but you have to sit there and essentially wait for it to happen. Because there is not a single thing you can do. But have you ever had a dream where you couldn't breathe? Yeah. Like, these are, you're saying, like, because you're telling me, like, certain scenes that happen in movies, but I'm, I just want to, like, reiterate, the, like, these are nightmares you've also had, like, these, seeing these things have caused you to have these dreams. So, the car things, yes. The that, that, the suffocation. The no. lucky number 11 thing, no. Okay, because I've had that dream of suffocation. We wake up and you're like, <gasps> No, I wake up and my mouth is so fucking dry. Oh, really? And, th- and I was like, and that's what it is. Is like now you so, so like your body's taking everything in, and that's what's also giving you certain visuals in your dreams. So like I can't breathe because my throat is too dry. So now I'm dreaming that I'm suffocating, and I wake up just in time to catch a sip of water, mm. drink about a gallon. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. Um, this is your reminder to drink water, last, everybody. Uh, last February, when I had that sinus infection, where I think I might have had a. A very mild case of the coronavirus. I woke up and I sat up out of bed and I couldn't see. I couldn't see. I was like, what's happening? Oh my god, like my head hurt. I couldn't see. My eyes wouldn't open. Oh, I was gonna say I was like, and then your eyes just opened and you were like, never mind. No no. <laughs> I sat there, I was like, what's happening? What's happening? I, I wiped my eyes. Were they caked in eye boogers? And then my right eye opened. No, this is when I woke up. And I had pink eye. My left eye would not open. And I looked in the mirror and I almost got sick because it was disgusting. And uh, at that point in time, before like lockdown happened and all this stuff happened, there there was a very rare symptom, pink eye. So at that point, I, I called out of work. I called the doctor and I was like, hey, listen, this is what's going on. Can I like come and you know, get looked at, get tested. And they're like, is this in reg- like regard to getting Corona tested? I was like, I don't actually know yet, but I'm going to need your help to kind of decipher that. Cause I think my sinuses are inflamed. Also, I can't open my left eye. Eventually I got it open. It was legitimately crusty. Sorry. Gross. But yeah. So <laughs> legitimately, you welcome to the crusty crab. <laughs> 
But uh, I am a crusty crab. <laughs> now that you think about, it, now that I think about it. Um, but yeah, it. I mean, even even that. I mean, I feel like where, where I did my research is of a lot of living nightmares. Like, think about it this way. Think of it, I woke up, couldn't open my eyes, got them open, still couldn't see. Oops, I'm blind. That's a nightmare. Just waking up and being like, one of my major senses is now gone. What do I do? Get tested for coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they take a Q-tip and touch my memories. That's a nightmare. COVID testing is a nightmare. It hurts so bad sometimes. It, it really depends on who does it for you. Oh, man. My sister said that the person who gave her her COVID test when she went was holding, like, a mascara wand instead of a nasal swab. So, like, have you ever... I don't. I know you're straight, but, like, have you ever seen a mascara wand? It's like an auger. Sure. It's like a drill bit where it's, like, a little... It's, like, curves and has ridges. Or is it more spiky? It's more spiky. It's, okay. co- it's technically, like, the technical term for a mascara applicator. It's a spoolie. What? Okay. Okay. Okay with the burps. That was my shock sound because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so. Although if I did wear mascara. You would look like you have bottom lashes. Your boy would slay. What is a bottom lash? Just like lashes on the bottom? You have eyelashes, right? You have a top lash and a bottom lash. Yeah. So your, your bottom lashes are, you. ve- are very, very like small and thin. I never know with you Whereas, because like, the other day I there. gave you a gift and you're like, this is cunt. And I was like, I'm sorry for thinking of you. <laughs> oh, straight people. I'm so sorry for the way that you have to listen to me talk. I had something that I wanted to talk about in regards to that, and I totally forgot to write it down, so now I can't remember it, and it'll probably come to me. Were you eating while you were thinking about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe so. Uh, I don't know. Um, Living Nightmares. I... 2020 was a living nightmare. Let's just talk about was, that. Yeah. 2021 is not going very well either compared to the way that we have things going on. In terms of like recurring nightmares though, do you have any recurring nightmares? Sorry, I opened my phone and I had uh, a nude. 65 messages. From who? Oh God. Is um, that the group chat? One, two, three, four... Five different people. Wow. One of which is from our boss, Mike, calling me Alexi. Alexi? Intentional? I'm not sure. Probably. I don't know. I love I love variations of your name because <laughs> there's so many. There's so many. I'm just going to start calling you Alec. I've gotten it before. If there's one thing that I've learned, it's people with the name Alec hate being called Alex, and people with the name Alex hate being called Alec. Uh, I've only been called Alec... By my, like, elementary basketball coach. I used to play basketball. Ball was life for a little bit. Sure. Sure. Um, ball is life is when you, like, play basketball. I know what ball is life means. <laughs> I just I can't seem to imagine you thinking ball is life. No. <laughs> Sorry. For a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I liked basketball. I liked soccer. Baseball I didn't give a shit about. But ball no. is life. Well, if we rewind back to you like balls, balls are life would be more for you. I don't discriminate. You can have one. Ball apostrophe, not apostrophe, um, parentheses S. Mm, there you go. Much better. Way to, way to rephrase it to be gay. Sure. Sure. Okay. Or slutty. I don't know. What? <laughs> 
But <laughs> shall, shall we get to the dream decoding? Because I think you'll find this very interesting. Yeah, do it. So interesting. we interesting. interesting. We received a dream from the Angels podcast. Again, at the Angels podcast on Instagram. They're launching March 3rd. Check them out. And so I'm going to read you her dream. And it's a little graphic, which is why I have been so PG for most of this episode, because we about to get into it. So she says, this is the first dream about the guy I'm hung up over and that I told you can see other people. Just don't tell me about it. We aren't dating, which let me just stop by saying that's one thing that needs to stop in 2020 is this like new world of dating where it's like we're talking 2021. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm it's a new year. It is. It is a new year, but it's clearly not a new me. But we got the same shit. Yep. Except so, for me singing. That's new. Anyway, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Entimates? If I had singles, I'd put them in the gym. I was just going to say. Like, <laughs> At least I admit to it. I admit to it. I just try to play it off and be cute. Because I, I am. I am Mark. Whatever. It's because you're not my target demographic. Now... <laughs> You're straight. straight I, I'm your demographics target, though. This is true. From what I've discovered. This is true. Now, one thing I just want to point out is in 2021, can we stop? Can we can we stop beating around the bush? Can we can we start beating on the bush? If you're talking to somebody and you see them three times in a date, you're dating. You're not in a relationship, but you're dating. That's not. We're just talking. You've been talking for six months. You got him a dog, and all of a sudden you're you're like you know what I mean? Like there, stop. Stop that. If you're dating, date. Don't 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 beat around the bush. Now. That that that's a slogan in itself. Don't beat around the bush. Beat on the bush. Beat in the bush. Uh, that could get a little dangerous. Anyway, had a dream that I was watching him through his window. He was hooking up with this girl and she was hot. I felt this horrible pit in my stomach. She wrote hot in all caps. I felt this horrible pit in my stomach like shit got graphic. Anyway, I didn't think it could get any worse, and then a couple walks into the room, and I watched them have a full orgy, like I saw freaking insertion. This dream got into the detail. This dream got into the details. One of my classmates popped up out of nowhere, and I thought it would be a good idea to run up to his door and ring the doorbell to kill the vibes. Vibes. So we did. Then he came up to me later on in the dream and asked if it if we were at his house earlier, and I denied it as fuck. Ronnie, 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 deny, 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 deny. <laughs> a little Jersey Shore throwback. Now, so that was her dream. We're going to read through it a second time, and this time I'm going to break it down. I had a dream I was watching him through his window. So watching someone indicates your passiveness, so you lack initiative, and you don't take charge or action because you're watching things happen. Um, alternatively, you could just be watching life pass you by. If you're looking through a shut window, it means abandonment or desert... Um, Desertion. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's abandonment I, or dessert. You want ice cream and it shows. <laughs> yes. Uh, abandonment or desertion. So, right, right off the bat, she's watching a guy that she is very into hook up with somebody else through a closed window. So, she's watching life pass her by. She's watching this guy get on without her. She's just letting it happen by not doing anything. She feels abandoned by him. Can I ask you something? Sure. These insinuations you're making, or this, the, these like conclusions that you're coming to, I'm not a doctor. Are, is this stuff that you came up with, or did you take little footnotes from? No, the, I decoded this with a dream dictionary. Let me fucking finish. 
why waste your breath? I used a dream dictionary. It's well, a, it's a real thing. You can look up symbolism and colors and sounds and all these different things and decode an entire That's great, dream. but maybe people want to hear the questions I want to ask. Okay. You rude bitch. <laughs> okay. Okay. Think of everybody else. Don't think about me. Think about everybody else. This but you already being... answered my question, okay. so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was curious if you like came up with these by yourself or if you like took little footnotes and plugged them into something and you used the dream journal thing, so I use the symbolism of certain things and I look them up. Which if you have like I said, if you have a dream and it's very vivid, write that shit down. Every single detail that you can remember. I had a dream the other night that I was in a mansion with an attic and I was walking up to the attic and there was a man in a bunny costume and the bathroom was in black and white. Everything else was in color, but the bathroom was black and white. Interesting. I don't know. I did you did you plug that into a dream journal? Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Okay. Yeah. Stay tuned. Maybe I will. I figured we would use this woman's dream instead. Okay. So, already right off the bat, we've learned that. Now, um, if you're looking into a window, it can indicate soul searching. Soul searching or looking within yourself. So, she could be looking at, in for lack of a better word, she could be looking at what's going on in her own brain, what she's thinking about. Mm-hmm. It could just be her, like an outsider looking in. She's now getting that outside perspective looking into her brain, seeing what she's projecting out that she's thinking he's doing. Because, for all we know, this guy could be doing absolutely fucking nothing, which he's probably playing PS5. Good for him. I don't know. Good lucky. I have a PS5 story, actually, after this. That'll be really a, well, fu- a fun way to wrap this real up. Real quick, but, too, and, and I, don't mean, I don't mean to, and no, no offense to these new friends that we've been making, but it could also be just like a stem of, you know, your own insecurities, your own paranoia that, like, I'm, I'm hearing things. I'm seeing things. Maybe this is what's happening. He's not answering my messages. He's not answering my calls. Maybe he's doing this. And you're taking it. Your brain immediately takes it to the extreme where, like like you were saying, he could be at home playing Call of Duty, calling 12-year-olds bad words because they're little bastards. Whatever. 12-year-olds, you're bastards. Let's be real here. Um, but he's not answering because, like, you know, he's just doing his thing and hanging with the boys. Like, it, that's the whole fucking internet. It's a yeah. whole meme thing now where it's like he's probably thinking of other girls. But it's just, like, a bunch of dudes doing stupid shit. Like, that. there was a, a while there was a game where people would stand in a circle and the phone would be on the floor recording and they would throw an egg up. <laughs> and wherever it landed, that person's out. And the game continued until you're either out of eggs or everybody was out. That sounds like a really stupid game. That it's that's the entirety of the joke. Yes, he's probably out there thinking of other girls, but nope, just being a big dumb idiot. <laughs> so and vice versa, really. One sentence in, and look at how much subtext we've gotten out of that. Reading between the lines, I had a dream I was watching him through his window, and that's everything I decoded off of that. Now I didn't write all this stuff down because to talk about sex in a dream, there's so much to to dissect, and and you could possibly do. He was hooking up with this girl, and she was hot. Obviously, things are graphic. We know they're having sex. So to dream about sex refers to the integration or merging of contrasting aspects of your life. It can represent psychological completion. You need to be more receptive or incorporate aspects of your dream sex partner into your own character. Consider the nature was lovemaking. Was it passionate? Slow? Wild? The sex act parallels aspect. The sex act parallels aspects. That's a tough one to say. Of yourself that you wish to express. So she says in this in this DM... He was hooking up with this girl, and she was hot. 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 <laughs> I can't not say it like that. Can you, she well, you're working capitals, but wait. Let me, let me. 
I just I just have to tell you this because the first thing that comes to mind because of my brain again that I'm very scared of is looking through the window. You're there, you're looking through the window. The first thing that I thought of immediately, the first quick thought was the opening scene in Little Nicky when John Lovitz is in the tree. <laughs> Listening to ladies night. I fucking know you were going to do this. <laughs> I would like, the minute I read her DM, I was like, and I'm going to talk about this on the podcast, and Alex is going to do nothing but bring up little Nikki in that first fucking scene. Go ahead, say it. I know you want to. <laughs> Make me laugh, bitch. <laughs> That's all I had. Oh, I thought you were going to do your, your little Nikki impression. Oh, no, no. I was, this is specifically John Lovitz looking in the window yeah. to the song Ladies Night before he dies. Let's get back to stalking. Talking in about person it. with a thermos on the tree. I want binoculars. Are you here? I am coming with, I'm coming at you. Just are you hold up. But before I say what I'm going to say, if you could look at the camera, does he not look like Dr. Robotnik from Sonic the Hedgehog, which he doesn't know what that is, first and foremost? I know he what has... Sonic the Hedgehog is, I just don't know who that character is. He's the fucking villain, and he has the nerve to yell at me about fucking RuPaul's Drag Race. He doesn't know who Dr. Robotnik is. Bullshit. Finish your story. <laughs> Actually, I'm finishing her story. <laughs> Regardless. So, she is dreaming about this woman who she, in her head, is considering to be really, really attractive. Very hot. 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 Somebody hot. This is not me making fun of your dream. It's just the way that you wrote it in all caps. I can't help but say it that it's way. It's enthusiasm. It's, a, yeah. The, in- mm, the, the chutzpah. You can't, you can't read the story like So you Stein. need to be more receptive and incorporate aspects of your dream sex partner into your own character. So are you not projecting, you know, the best you that you can be onto this person? And that's why he's seeking comfort, sex, with this person? Um, a more direct interpretation, maybe your libido's way of telling you that it's been too long since you've had sex. So it could just be like, girl, you gotta get laid, to be honest. Is that why you would dream about eating ass? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> now, <clears throat> excuse me. It may indicate repressed sexual desires or your need for physical and emotional love. If you are looking for a place to have sex, then the dream might be analog. Um, oh my God. I can't read that word. Um, it could be comparative to your search for intimacy or closeness. Um, if you're having dream in, uh, if you're having sex in a public place or seeing sex in a public place, the dream can imply that you are talking about your uh, more private relationships. So like, there's all different, different ways to interpret sex in a dream. There's, so much there like this is why i didn't write anything down because that's where it says look look at me look at me that's where it says sex and then this is entirely about sex and how and like dreaming about sex so um did that to see others having sex in your dreams refers to your own desires being more adventurous in your own sex life so first of all that's a, a, a big one right there she's dreaming about this guy having sex this guy that she has feelings for having sex with another girl she wants to obviously have sex with him, repress desires. Now she's seeing them have an orgy with another couple. Maybe she is subconsciously thinking, like, I want to expand my horizon sexually. It's a very high possibility. However, to have an or to see an orgy in your dream represents repressed desires of sex or passion. Or alternatively, you could be showing that you are going in too many directions and you need to focus your energies better. So you're spreading yourself too thin, and that's why there you have too many sexual partners to look at. Did you have this conversation with the German sex grandma? No. Do you know who I'm talking about? Maybe. 
She's like a sex therapist, and she's like very famous. Old yes, Dr. Ruth. Is that her? I'm pretty sure that. If, if, I think you're right, actually. Yeah, Dr. Ruth. She's great. She's like an old, old German lady, but like super smart about um, everything. I, I could not tell you that she was German because I really don't know that much about her like life, but she's extremely knowledgeable on sex. She's renowned, yeah. So Yeah. So, um, like I said, so having an orgy in the dream could mean either you want to expand your horizon sexually and step outside of your box, um, uh. or... <laughs> <laughs> Hardy har har. Um, I thought that's I what didn't you were going for. See that one coming. <laughs> I thought that is that these actually work, and these are from a fucking. Um, they're binoculars. They better fucking work. They're from a like a coin machine thing. Like I got these. These were like a fifty cents. Do they make my eyes look really big if I look at them? Because they make oh they make your head look small if I look through them. Now, have you anyways. ever used binoculars before? I mean, those are cheap, like, little bullshit ones. I didn't they're think they would binoculars. actually work. I mean, the, the Zoom may not be, like, super crazy, but they're, they're going to work. Now. 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 We're now. moving on from her having um, this night stalkery. Oh, plant footsie. Night stalkery uh, dream where she's watching them have sex. And a classmate now approaches her and says, let's ring the doorbell and we'll kill the vibes. To dream about a friend... Um, signifies aspects of your own self that you're trying to develop or get to know or a quality that you are lacking that you wish you had. I hate you so much because I'm like actually really into this dream breakdown and you're just being so goofy the whole time. So to see a friend, whether it's actually them or not, what? stop. <laughs> it, it just symbolizes the fact that they're essentially there to help you and it's a part of your personality that you either haven't unlocked or keeping reserved or don't know you have yet. So... You, this person's coming there and they're helping you to break it up. So that could be just uh, your dream symbolism of your energies manifesting into a friend who has that quality to bring that out of you. So then they go ring the doorbell. Now, a doorbell is to call attention to something you are overlooking. Perhaps an opportunity is opening up to you. So you're ringing the doorbell trying to open up the door to this man's house because you want to be in a relationship with him or you want to pursue this further with him and you're trying to take that opportunity. That dream ends with him confronting her Asking if she was at the house and being in denial. Confrontation. Conflict or fear you're facing in your walking life. So, obviously, the the conflict isn't necessarily like, were you stalking me? Were you at my house watching me have an orgy with these people? It's just a matter of the conflict of, what are we? You know what I mean? So, I mean, that one little synopsis of a dream really broke it down. And, like, you had a dream about a person that you were romantically interested in who you aren't with, but you want to be with them. And now your dream is telling you like, be more assertive, step outside of your box, open up a little bit, approach the guy, stop denying it and go with it. Scene. I, do you have anything to add now that, now that I've, I've completely just ran this dream out. I had missed it initially in the beginning. I had thought that it was somebody that she was indeed involved with, not someone that she was interested in. So that I missed. So <clears throat> about a guy I'm hung up over is, is the dream. It's okay. about a guy she's hung up over. So they could have been romantically involved. Maybe they weren't. And maybe that's why she's having so many romantic oh, sexual um, urges in her dream. With Romance can be sexual. It's, it's as simple as that. Absolutely. I love decoding dreams. So please, anybody, if you're listening to this and you have a dream you want me to decode, please tell me. I will do it. 
I, I'm going to decode a few of my own. Um, and to dial back to that man playing the PS5, I have a very fun Twitter story that I would like to tell you. How I Scammed a Scammer, Part 1. <laughs> I really wish I had a corncob pipe. A what? A corncob pipe. <laughs> Just <laughs> some, some smoke coming out of here. So... This guy, we'll call him Henry, reached out to me saying he was selling his PS5 digital edition that his fiance gifted him because it was the wrong version. He was selling it at the regular price, too. Already, come on. <laughs> I was skeptical at first, but he seemed genuine. We agreed to 50% down and 50% on arrival. Which, usually, like, if I'm skeptical of something, I would have done the same exact thing. It's Saturday now. After sending me pictures of the PS5, I go ahead and send him $225 through Apple Pay for him to drop it off on Monday at a Staples to ship it. Monday comes and I test him asking if there's any issue with shipping. He says no, but asks if it's possible that he can get the other half of the money. He says his daughter is sick and he ran into unexpected medical bills. I'm chronically ill and disabled, so I get it. I told him I could send him the money if he sent a picture of him holding the printed dro printed out drop-off confirmation or a shipping receipt since tracking numbers take 24 to 48 hours to be able to actually track. He sends me a picture of the Staples drop-off package receipt with the store number, number of packages, and date. I send him $225. He says he'll send me the tracking number when it's sent to him and to text him on Tuesday if I don't hear from him. Cool. I'm super excited. I text him Tuesday morning for an update. Boom. The text bubbles are fucking green. I checked Twitter where I, he originally reached out to me. Blocked. I reached out using another number. Blocked. Reach out on my husband's Twitter. Left on red. He scammed me. I call my bank. I call Apple Pay. There's nothing they can do. At this point, I'm down bad. I feel stupid. I'm upset. And I was moping around the house and shit. Distraught. And during a pandemic, too? All I know is pain. And there's this gif of Millhouse. <laughs> all I know is pain. <laughs> That's it's great. Tuesday afternoon now. I decide to reach out again. I tell him he has until 9.30 p.m. to run me my money or I'm going to take legal action. He ignores it. I reported his scam to FTC, IC3, and the FDIC. I try record it, reaching out one last time, warning him that if I don't see the funds in my account by 9.30 p.m., I promise he'll never know peace again. 9.30 comes and goes. Radio silence. All right, bet. I told him I'm filing a case and to eat shit. Homeboy decides to read the messages and block me. It was at that exact moment I knew what I needed to be to do. He kept changing his Twitter handle to different variations of his actual name. Every time he changed it, I would message him telling him I found him and I will always find him. Is this you? No. I wish this was. I wish I thought of doing this when I got scammed out of $40 on Venmo. <laughs> this poor woman. Anyway. Is it... Wait. Didn't you just mistakenly, like, click the thing... I got scammed, and then when I tried to get it back, I was like, fuck, I'm fucked. But anyway, he kept changing his Twitter handle to different variations of his actual name. Every time he changed it, I would message him telling him I found him, and I will always find him. I love that. That one tweet, I was like, I got to tell Alex's story. Then I remembered he sent me a picture that had the Staples store number on it. Time for a reverse search. This is a full-fledged investigation now, okay? I got my laptop, my phone, a cup of tea, and my notepad. A special agent, if you will. Are you sure this, this isn't you? <laughs> I was just going to say, this could be me if I was just in another life. Turns out there's only one Henry Beacon, this is the name out of the purpose for the story, and it's completely made up, in Maryland, with the same address in the same county as the Staples. I used all the names he kept changing to his Twitter handle, I used all the names he kept changing his Twitter handle to, and would look at that. They all put up the same information with the same aliases too. I found an email. 
Remember, I promised him I'd always find him and he would never know peace again. So I sent him this, as one does. And it's a screenshot of her, of her emailing him saying, I found you. <laughs> he changed his name. He changed his Twitter name again to a name that he hadn't used yet. Roberto Williams, also made up by me. Boom, that's all I needed. So at this point, he changes his name to like a real name. Is that but, role models where it's like, I'll find you? I guess. Reverse search and found everything I needed to know. Family numbers, their emails, phone numbers, addresses, his mortgages, his cars, you name it. I had it. I had two options at this point. File a, rep- a police report or take matters into my own hands. P-A-N-P legal has now entered the chat. <laughs> when she puts this ugly photo of Drake. <laughs> That's Drake. It looks like a, I don't know. It, it looks, looks like, like Jack Sparrow met Cat Williams. Yeah, that's a very good um, description there. How to scam a scammer part two. Naturally, the obvious choice here was to make a fake email. By this time, I know this guy is stupid. Bless you. So sorry. I know this guy is stupid, so I know he won't bother looking anything up or noticing it's a made-up law firm using a Gmail account. <laughs> Surely his family would respond to a super serious email from my legal team, and I already had their emails. So the P-A-N-P legal team got to work and emailed every single email that was associated with his name. Civil lawsuit. And it's it, she literally puts this whole thing saying the accused has been reported to the FTC in violation of FDIC law regulations and related acts for online fraud and cyber crimes, a civil suit being filed against Mr. Blah, blah, blah in the Commonwealth of Virginia for the theft of $450 by false pretense using visa card, blah, 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 registered to the address of blah, blah, blah. The allegations against the accused, uh, the allegation. Oh my God. Allegations. The allegations against the accused include, but are not limited to, Theft by false pretense, fraudulent wire transactions, IC3 violations, internet fraud, fraudulent sales across state lines. With transactions occurring in multiple jurisdictions, a federal agency has been notified, resulting in one or all crimes punishable by either misdemeanors or felonies. The maximum fine required may range from $1,000 to $10,000, or a term of imprisonment may be served in a county jail for up to three years. This email is to serve as a warning of further legal action being taken against this person, blank, and any persons interfering locating the accused. Our client has been asked that we notify the accused of legal actions being dropped if reconciliation and full monetary reimbursement is made immediately. Failure to comply with the re- will result in further investigations by the local pre- precinct and the FDIC. If somebody emailed me that, I would be shit fucking scared because I may not be a lawyer, but that sounded lawyery. Lawyery. Lawyer. It's that sounded like it could have came from the desk of a law assistant. Not official, not legal. Not bi- not binding <laughs> lawyery. Yep. Now, everyone, now clearly anyone with some sense would be able to tell that this email was ridiculous and whoever wrote it has no idea what they're talking about. But LMAO. <laughs> but nay, nay, not he. <laughs> I love this woman on Twitter. She's so What funny. was the last thing you just said? <clears throat> now, clearly anyone with some sense would be able to tell this email was ridiculous. You're just going to dodge my question entirely? <laughs> I'm repeating this, the entire thing. I just needed the last part. Now, clearly anyone with some sense would be able to tell that this email was ridiculous, and whoever wrote it has no idea what they're talking about. LMAO, but oh. nay nay, not he. Got it. About two, ways, two hours later, I'm chilling under my heated blanket, playing my Switch, and minding my business. I took my Ativan, my phone's on D&D, and I'm chilling. My husband interrupts my chill sesh and tells me to go look at my phone ASAP. I forgot to mention to him that I... Found an entire legal team a few hours prior, so I thought he was sending me a funny video or some other stupid shit. Turns out Mr. Roberto Williams texted his phone because I wasn't answering mine. Remember, I tried reaching out using my husband's phone at the beginning. I checked my phone to three to four long-ass texts from him, his naturally distraught fiancé, 
So naturally, I start snitching left and right, screenshots, emails, all that, including that he used his daughter's disability and medical bills to scam me. And now she is pissed. She tells me that she's taking their child and leaving him. She can't believe he would do this to somebody. She had no idea that this was the kind of person he was and was so sorry. I'm messaging her back like, cut that motherfucker loose. <laughs> then, who do I get a text from? From Mr. Scammer himself. What a coincidence. And it's a screenshot saying, this B from Twitter, my girl told me to text you and get this worked out. Can you imagine? My girlfriend told me to figure this out. I know I just stole $450 from you, but she said I should figure it out. She said, give me my money now, bitch. I have nothing else to say. And this, then request $450. This story is so long. I know. But wait. Can you wrap it up? <laughs> um, it's actually almost done. First of all. Time continues to pass and he wastes my time trying to get me to drop the charges and that he'll pay me back. At this point, I'm offended. He clearly thinks I'm stupid. I say no. Do what you have to do. Sell your booty hole. I don't care. Give me my money. Um, his fiance asks if I sent the money back and I said no. I snitched, of course. Not even five minutes later, I got the notification that my request for $450 was completed. I warned this man that he would not know peace. He chose violence. Whatever happened, to whatever happened after that is above me. This means it could have been an email. Anyway, that's the story. How to scam a scammer. Voila. Have you ever had a night terror before? (laughs) We talked enough about nightmares. We're wrapping this episode up. And I actually want to wrap this episode up by the merging of our two worlds. Do you know how? Are you going to dock? Dock? What? Am I going to (laughs) dock? Do you not know what that is? No. Wait, I'm so confused. What? Wait, wait, I'm so confused. Oh, no. You know what? We're not going to do it on here. I'm going to wait until you Google it. Okay, fine. Um, oh, in fact, I thought of something really funny that I'm going to send you right now, actually. Hold on. Beautiful. What What is your, your merging that you were talking about? What is one TV show that you love that I've never cared for? I'm going to guess you're talking about Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I sure am. Okay. I sure am. What is one show that I absolutely love, but you have absolutely no interest in? What? How long do you think this list is? Because it's really fucking long. Housewives? What's what's something I always reference? You're like, why would I know that? I'm not RuPaul. Dude, I'm going to guess RuPaul's Drag Race. There we go. A very easy thing. Tatiana, a drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 2 and All-Stars 2, tweeted out on January 25th at 10.11 p.m., I don't watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but Mac could get this pussy. Mac is gay in the show. I know. Now, January 26th at 12.19 p.m., the actor who plays Mac responds, I think you'd like the show. Fat or jacked, I'm always playing the same parts. Wink face, which is like a song that Tatiana came out with. It's hysterical. So the fact that Tatiana and Mac had a conversation on Twitter is the merging of our two worlds. And I love to see it. So wholesome. So wonderful. Not a nightmare, but a dream. Can I tell you something? Well, I'm going to show you something because it's something you asked for. Okay. You ready? Okay, so I just... I'm scared because I ask for a lot of things. I don't know what I'm going to do. I just sent it to you. So it's going to be something that you're going to get to your phone. Then I'm going to want... I want you to open it and then I want you to tell... The viewers and listeners, what it is. Did you get it? Why did you send me a picture of Richard Nixon? It's a dick pic. You asked for more dag jokes, you got one. Everybody, have a great night. This has been Super Friends Sit Down. I fucking.
fucking hate. 